Welcome, 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 ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, and all of those in between. We have made it to another episode of Young Blood Podcast. 21 fucking episodes. Season two, baby. Of season two. Cheers to that, Dusty. Here's to you. Here's to me. Nostra vi. Salute. <laughs> All right, hey, Cam, you want to get us set up on the Instagram Live real quick while you got a second? All right, guys. Thank you so much to everybody who's been tuning in, hanging out with us, and being a part of this experience. Uh, 4861 is my password, sir. Sorry, guys, we're working on getting live on the Instagram. We have a very, very special episode today. Today we have not only a very, very renowned musician around the, the town of Boise, Idaho, which is what we're about here. Boise, oh, fuck off. You're renowned. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be modest, my man. We, guys, are... This is iconic. This is our first episode that we've got the opportunity to have live music on the podcast. Go ahead and uh, Thank you very much. straighten Thank that out, you. fix it out, do whatever you need to do. Live music on the podcast, and it's my pleasure and honor to have Mr. Dustin Isaac Thank you, sir. on the show today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. And I, the coolest thing about Dustin is, guys, I don't know if any of you have actually been here since day one, but those of you who have, you know, I really appreciate you for one. And for two... You know this has been a struggle. You know this has been a lot of effort and a lot of work. And just, it's blood, sweat, tears, bullshit, crying the whole fucking nine yards. And I, I had, you know, a couple conversations with Dustin in the past, trying to get him to come on. And um, at the time, I had in no way, shape, or form been prepared for what this was going to be. Um, and the cool thing is, Dustin has made the time to come on now that this is more established. We've got... 20 episodes of the second season in, you know, and lots of issues along the way with that. Lots of audio video problems, lots of computing issues. Just like, guys, I'm not a pro, but I'm, I'm learning how to do this as we go. And it's uh, awesome to me that he chose to wait because now this is this is a much bigger thing. This is <laughs> it's, it really is just it's something I'm passionate about, something I want to continue to do. And uh, again, guys, this is going to be the first episode that I allowed live music on the show and not only is it live music by a boise local but a boise local who is a part of one of my favorite local bands the tumbleweeds guys and if you don't know who the tumbleweeds are figure it the fuck out right yeah. <laughs> look us up bitch <laughs> god damn right well you know so dustin why don't you uh take a second introduce yourself tell me what you do what you're about i've already right. done a little bit but well, Take it over. Thank you very much, Casey. My name is Dusty Isaac. I am a retired Army veteran of a little over 16 years total. Um, I've been working for the VA, the Veterans Association, over at the VA hospital for about a year now, doing a lot with the uh, fellow veteran community and trying to give back to what was given to me. Um, you know, I'm very passionate about writing and playing music. We've played all over the Boise area and extended out. We've played the Knitting Factory probably a few dozen times over. Also, the Revolution Concert House and every single little spot along the way. You know, Hey Penny when it was still open. Um, shit, all the way out to Garden City. So, Which is unfortunately Hey Penny, guys. Those of you who don't know this. Yeah. Is no longer going to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, the owners have decided to kick the bucket. and For now. For now. Somebody's going to buy it up, I they, guarantee it. They better. The, the thing that makes it kind of uh, an interesting situation, though, is because the owner also owns uh, Happy Fish. 
Yep. You know, and they want to keep that open. So I don't know if he's trying to sell the whole business. And the thing is, with Happy Fish and Hey Penny, they kind of come as a package deal. Oh, indeed, yeah. They're, you know? they're going to have to sell the entire thing as a conglomerate because it's going to be hit or miss because you're selling the entire building as itself. Exactly. And, you know, those of you who might be interested in buying it, something you might not know but find interesting is that bar was the bar top alone and all the tables in that bar were built by Irish trees. Yep. flown in from Ireland mm -hmm. by Irish contractors, and that has more history in this town than any bar that I personally know. There's, yeah. that's that's just me being somebody who did bartend there for a long time, you know, and just loved the environment there and just loved the culture there and loved having people from Ireland come in just to say, God damn, it's the only Irish pub <laughs> that I could see on Google, right. and I decided to come in and check it out. Can I get a Guinness? What the fuck is this Guinness? <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, bro. This is... Imported <laughs> I, uh, <I'm> <laughs> every I know. single time, man. Yep. And no. back to back to you the, after our tangent, you know, you, you, what are you doing at the VA right now? What is so I I've been uh, taking on a new role actually. I'm the chief associate of volunteer services and mound pairing solutions, which longest title I've ever had in my lifetime, and I have a lot of responsibility to go along with it. I'm uh, in charge of keeping up with the checkpoints and all that for the initial entry to the veterans home itself so it's right on yeah it's uh it's quite the ordeal i have a uh, 148 man hours a day i have to fill with volunteer wow. services so wow yeah it's a lot i remember when i originally tried getting you on the show uh, a big thing for me was having the opportunity to have you on strictly because i was doing so much coverage on covid and all the stuff going on with covid and I talked to you before we were live. Uh, I was telling you basically, I did the show to give a firsthand experience on the people in Idaho, myself being just a regular person who worked in a, uh, the service industry at that, yep. and what we were going through. Uh, and then it was kind of a, a very heavily focused COVID 19 show. Now that's not really the case. This is more of a comedy based podcast. Which we're not very funny, but <laughs> <laughs> funny looking, maybe. Yeah, funny looking. I'll, I'll cover that scenario. Yeah, but the whole reason it's a comedy podcast is because that gives us the uh, leeway. Hi, doggo. Hello. <laughs> we got dogs for days at the studio today, guys. Indeed. Yeah, that gives us the leeway to be free spoken. Indeed. With with somebody who runs a newscast or somebody that runs a very serious podcast, um, you know, there's a lot of basis to be. Uh, judged and basis to be corrected and and people completely coming at you for stuff that you didn't mean to say or that you were joking about yeah. and with this show you can genuinely just tell someone fuck you i was joking indeed you know but you know that's not our, our full premise of today and again i don't want to make this all about covid there's a, there's some fucking awesome songs dusty's gonna play for you guys today uh, but there's some questions I did want to ask Dusty. There's some things that have been going on, and he's got kind of a firsthand experience, especially with the increase going on right now. Oh, man, we're definitely not flat in the line. It's a vertical line at this point. We, uh, we have increased tenfold since we decided to open the floodgates, and that's the main reason. That tenfold? Oh, tenfold. Fuck. Tenfold indeed. Fuck. Yeah, it's, it's getting up there for sure. <sighs> what do you... I was with Jared today, and those of you who don't know Jared, Jared came on the show a couple weeks ago and talked about he's also a bar manager at uh, Ted's Bars downtown. Yeah. He he called it from day one. He said, dude, we're going to shut back down, back to stage one. Mm -hmm. 
being somebody in the industry you're in, do you think that's going to happen? Uh, right now, it's it's proven to be true. Um, sadly to say, everybody's became a little bit negligent. Well, not just negligent, but they're they're just too at ease and not thinking anything's going to happen, and they're you know they're not taking the proper precautions. They're not washing their hands. They're licking their fingers after they take a bite from a, sh a share tray. You know, right. just the smallest little things. You put your hand on a dirty table that's been contaminated. You rub your eye. You're gonna catch it. That's that's how it's spread right now. It's it's through the CDC. It's explained as being a droplet kind of situation, which in terms is if I was to cough or sneeze and it lands on this table, you put your hand on the table, you touch your eye, you're gonna get sick. Right. Like so any any kind of your saliva really like there's yeah. there's a minor amount that is transported through the actual air. Well, it's not it's not even an aerosol spread disease because the only the only way that it goes aerosol is during the laboratory testing experiment right. state. So right. that, that's about the only time that it ever goes aerosol because so but it is droplet. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. So it's actually a drop B is the way it's explained at the drop B. at the hospital rate. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Fuck. Well, I'm so glad that we because I did a lot of coverage on everything in the first season and it was really on myself very draining it was something oh, that yeah. I, yeah i had to spend two hours of every morning and at this time it was okay to do that because everybody was on quarantine you're just sitting at the fucking your house yeah i would spend two hours out of my morning every morning yep. just trying to follow the news on uh, hi mozart he wants to <laughs> he wants to input on our podcast yeah, he does. <laughs> but I got worms. Does that count? <laughs> you got COVID? I got, I got worms. It's <laughs> the same thing, right? That's why y'all got the toilet paper. Mr. Camden, <laughs> our producer, has brought his fine dog over today. We have three dogs in the studio today. Those of you who are from Boise. Four counting me. Four counting you, five <laughs> counting myself. Y'all know, man, Boise is indefinitely the kind of town that dogs are a thing, so you know, oh, we're heavy on those. But back to where I was going with it, um, we waited to do all of this, and I was spending so much time, effort, on just trying to get information on the show. Yep. You know, I, giving it all this time has caused things to progress in different ways, and now we have an opportunity to cover it on less of a uh, headline news standpoint, but more of a firsthand experience, what's been going on for you, the fact that you're not somebody who's a reporter, you're not somebody who works for CNN, you're just a Boise fucking local sitting here saying, "Dude, we're gonna shut back down." Indeed, no, we uh, we've already showed shine. Uh, you know, we've we've had signs ever since the release of Stage Four. Is people go out, they're complacent, they're they're not paying attention to what they're doing. They're acting like little kids that didn't listen to their mom. They're touching everything on the shelves and they're putting their fingers in their eyes and their mouths. So it's it's easily spread in that scenario because. You have to keep about your wits, no matter what the scenario. And this being a bad scenario, you better keep your wits. This is a bad scenario. This is not just a bad scenario. This is worst case scenario. This is It's turned into, we're going to open back up, not shut back down, into actually we're going to go back three stages. Yeah, indeed. And look at us now. We're every other restaurant shut down, therefore every other seat shut down. You know, they have the six-foot gap or depending on the restaurant, 10-foot gap. Right. So you're looking at 50% capacity in every single restaurant, which is just killing our economy. That on top of the fact that, you know, I've had multiple bartenders, bar managers, people on the show, and every instance of that has been um, 
them saying, hey, man, like, I I had three friends at the bar who got, or at my uh, place of employment that got sent home and got tested positive, you yeah. know? And it's, I, I asked Brandon, the first thing I said was, dude, do you think that you d- deliberately got COVID-19 because of the fact that you got back to work? And I also stated in that question, I was like, well, also knowing that you're a very outgoing motherfucker. Like, yeah. you were probably going to barbecues, you were doing all the stuff. He's like, yeah, but I didn't go to any protests or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it matters if you're a protester or not. You're going to wind up catching it if you're kissing strangers. Yeah, I mean, but uh, to kind of reiterate on that a little bit, yesterday, I don't know if you saw, you're, you're not on Instagram or anything. Um, so we were downtown yesterday, and uh, apparently, I don't know how any of these protests went yesterday, but there was a big planned protest yesterday. Yes. Uh, do you have any information on that? No, all I gathered is what I caught from a friend's mouth. You know, I I had no idea that Tuesday was supposed to be protest versus anti-protest. And I was driving home from work, and I saw nothing but American so flag, so you Trump d- flag, you American drove through flag, something. Trump oh, yeah, I, I drove through some sort of pattern of the... I believe it was the anti-protesters um, is what they're being called. And they're the right, the Trump supporters? Yeah, the Trump supporters, the American flag carriers, the guys in cowboy hats, whatever you want to call them. I call them Americans with a different opinion. I, I don't understand why we're not allowed to have our own opinion nowadays. I mean, if you think about it, they're not anti-protesters. They're protesting their own agenda. Indeed. They're just they're, other they protesters. have their own idea. And it's not, hey, we're not against you, but... We might be, and we want to state our opinion, too, because Indeed. everybody has an opinion, and they're entitled to it. And that's where shit just gets hairy. Yep. Under under everything that's being scrutinized, we should always remember we're the United States of America. We're allowed to have a conversation. That's That's always been a part of what we are. We are allowed to have our own opinion, our own religious beliefs, our own beliefs in general. Right. And I'm just going to state it. America, I'm sad for us right now because we're letting that theory go. We're not showing the thing we're most stood for. Well, I mean, we're we're not in a sense that we're not standing for the fact that somebody else is allowed to have their own freedom of opinion and speech. Right. Like, you have to shut them down by calling them a racist or a left-winger or a right. whatever it is. You know, It's a form of attack instead of a form of understanding. Yeah, just have a conversation about it, understand each other's beliefs if you agree don't, to if disagree you don't, yes if you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to pull out your pistol and tell them to Fuck go off, suck right. on something you know what i mean <laughs> it's uh it's it's all a matter of opinion and we're allowed to have that in this world and the crazy thing about that whole thing is is it seems like it's cut and dry it's simple you know it seems that way it should, should be. be should be it should be think about it this way yesterday tensions were so high that I was downtown getting lunch, and we're literally driving past the Wells Fargo building on 9th, <coughs> and uh, there was a suspicious package dropped off the d- yesterday morning. Mm. And uh, I'm probably not sure if I should really talk about this on the podcast, uh. but the FBI headquarters for Boise is in that building. Did you know that? Yep. Yeah. So, apparently, there was a suspicious package dropped off somewhere in the lobby at the Wells Fargo building, and Sweet. I had happened to use the ATM while they were <laughs> while they were evacuating the building. I was just like, where are all these fucking people coming out of the fucking building for? Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know? And I had no idea what, what it was about. And I use the ATM. You know, I walk out, blah, 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 walk past a couple cops, no harm, no foul, get to the car. We're driving on 9th. Next thing we know, there's two cop cars pulled up. Camden. 
there's two cop cars pulled up, and two cop cars pulled up right on the. You know where the ATM is at Wells Fargo? Yes, I do. Right at the front two, like those big glass doors right there at the very front. Yep. Sorry to interrupt. I interrupt, just salute. A little thirsty. I want to drink about it. <laughs> Jameson whiskey <laughs> sponsor me. <laughs> Cheers. I'm Irish. I support this guy. Also locally funded, loved, yes, and owned. Screwball, ladies and gentlemen, peanut butter whiskey. Find us a PB and J maker. Don't sue me. Sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> Free advertisement. You're Free welcome. advertising. You're welcome. And so we're driving. We're driving down Ninth, man. I've been there t- two minutes before. Yep. Two cop cars with their lights have pulled up to the front doors of the building. We're like, what the fuck? They're taping it off with caution tape. I'm like, what the fuck, right? We drive maybe 20 more yards, right? You know the back side of the building that goes over to the bonefish? Yep. Or happy fish? Whichever. Happy fish. The happy fish? Bonefish. Bonefish girl. Bonefish girl is behind Wells Fargo. Oh, that's right, yeah. In the uh, plaza. Yep. You know? Dude, shit you fucking not. Bomb squad was there. Walking up in the full unit with... The fucking drone, bro. They had the drone <laughs> set up, and the guy in the full bomb squad fucking... I had never in my... You might have. I have never in my he life has. seen somebody in full bomb squad gear. That was fucking a trip. Yep. Walking in, and there was clearly maybe somebody's Amazon package misplaced. Yeah, because an hour later, we showed up to go get lunch at B-Dubs after getting coffee there earlier in the morning. Everything was just fine. Everything was just fine, which is what they want. They don't want to... They don't want to raise awareness. <laughs> they don't want to fucking get people panicked. And I actually yeah. had said something on my Instagram about, hey, I just drove past downtown and saw a lot of stuff going on. You guys might want to avoid the area. And I posted it on my story. And Aubrey was like, hey, dude, uh, probably shouldn't post that. And I was like, <laughs> fucking why? Why not? why not, dude? Like, she's like, well, don't want to cause panic. I'm like, they don't. I want to let people know. Yeah. It's called uh, information. Yeah. Yeah, I I got a little bit of a story to kind of relate to that. I was at the Boise Town Mall. Not okay. proud to say it. I was hanging out, having me some <laughs> some cheapo lunch, you know, some some noodles and chicken there in the uh, the chow hall. They got upstairs there, and this gentleman was being accosted by some some of the security guards. He had on, I'll I'll admit, it was a little suspicious looking. It was a full BBE, and he had some wires hanging out of it. And he was told to set it down, and he was led away. So these two Boise police officers come up, and they start poking at it, looking through it, and finally determine after about 15 minutes that maybe they should quarantine the entire Boise Town Square Mall. But this is, you know, 15 minutes later, after poking it, prodding it, you know, looking over the top of it. Whoever dropped it's gone. Well, no, this gentleman was, they they were phone chargers. They were phone chargers in his pocket for his phone. And the wires hanging out were for the phone chargers. But the funny thing to me is the way that they approached it and they attacked it because they, A, made him drop it in the middle of the hallway, left it unattended as they took him away. Within five minutes, there was two Boise police officers on top of it, poking, prodding it. And at that point, there were still people all around. Like, this is, I'll, I'll full disclosure, this was back before all the COVID nonsense started happening. So the mall was still full. Right. And like I said, after 15 minutes, they finally decided, oh, maybe we should evacuate the entire premises. So I got the whole thing on Instagram. And nevertheless, it was funny. Kind of the same scenario. There was nothing to be upset about, but they made something of it just so they could get a practice routine in. Right. 
I mean, to be fair, too, this this entire situation happened <laughs> on the day that Antifa was planning to do. Oh, yeah. But get this. So my business partner, Colby, um, we're, we're both in the construction industry. And I told him about the situation and was like, hey, dude, that's kind of crazy shit. And this was yesterday, right? All this was yesterday. I'm like, dude, we're, we were just downtown. The bomb squad showed up, this, that, and another. He's like, dude, did you not uh, know about the protests and shit? And I was like, no. And he says, well, uh, the mayor had a tip-off from somebody that um, runs a masonry center, and there was an order for 2,000 bricks placed to be uh, delivered, paid for and delivered to the front of the Capitol building. No shit. The salesman caught wind that it was going to be used for the protest, and uh, – Cancel the entire order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I and, heard and about and the let same the mayor thing. know about. Yeah, it, yeah, I heard heard about kind of the same thing in Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland. Um, there was another city I heard that they, Texas. Uh, what was it? Houston, Texas. Yeah, I that's that all was all happening quite a quite a bit. Yeah. A ton. And you know something to me that hit home because this is Boise, Idaho. Small towns don't get away anymore. Oh man, it, it, and the thing that was really alarming to me was the fact that it was a out of town. Order or just yeah. Somebody yeah. came from out of town. Somebody called from out of town and said, "I want to." I, I'm. They. Did, who knows how many other places they did this? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's been it's been reported in several right. giant cities. Right. And who knows how many smaller cities this year? And uh, dude, about. bricks aren't cheap. No hell no. Especially that's a dollar a brick, man. A dollar yeah. a fucking brick. At least maybe dollar fifty. Who fucking knows? Yep. At I least mean. twenty-five cents to a dollar per brick. And you order two thousand. Yep. And we don't know how many towns you did that Just in. Just a sad ass pallet. Right. <laughs> 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 no shit, man. And I want things to burn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what sucks with like you want to kind of give Antifa some credit for their agendas sometimes, but then there's these no. things where it's like, oh my god, they say we support anti-fascism. Everybody does, but you also do it by inciting violence. Well, indeed, that's and that's where the uh, theory of um, being a terrorist is. You're trying to cause an uproar for a you know, some sort of agenda. Right. Usually, you know, it's a something to do with a government agenda. And it's it's kind of a mess. A lot of it's for your like something that people might get confused with too, there's two different organizations. There's Anonymous and Antifa. Like they're they are very, very different. Oh indeed. And something that I can say is I have no fucking clue about either of them. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no way to sit here and give you information, give the listeners information. I just don't, you know, and I genuinely should probably look into that more. But at the same time, dude, there's so much going on right now. I don't really have time to sit there and research about Anonymous for three fucking hours and then right. take another three hours to search Antifa. All I know is what I'm hearing on the CNN and all this stuff, and that's what other people feel. Which is something to talk about. Yeah. You know, we don't have time to look into these other organizations. We don't have time to actually know what their agendas actually are. We just have to assume. And Antifa is anonymous. Whoa. Hmm. What is this, Camden? What are you reading? Show, tell me. Uh, you don't have to show me. You can just tell me. <laughs> says their campaign for the rights of Spokane as well. 
Oh really? Mm-hmm. That I so I told so. Th- well, they they were the cause of Chaz, correct? In Seattle, is that what my understanding is, or is that I would think incorrect? So, yeah. Chaz is the uh, Washington so compound. Seattle, Seattle, yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah they have they, they burned, figured that out yet? They took it back. Yeah, they took it back. Was that after the Fourth of July that they did that? Correct. Was it the, so? Yeah, did so the Hell's Angels do a good job? Or I I don't know exactly who all Why was partaking in that. Why don't you look into that, that one, Camden? Look yeah, into let's, what let's happened. Let's have a look see at that. Yeah, let's see what happened on the Fourth of July all with the I Hell's Angels. Is, so Chaz was supposed to be some peaceful, nonsensical, no government, no nonsense. But with they had the like three murders mayor. and a bunch of rapes and all this. <laughs> I was like, oh. Maybe we did need cops to not have no my shit. daughter get raped. No shit. Well, it, it was kind of an interesting situation, too, because the mayor. The mayor gave up. The mayor was just supporting it. Almost. I know. She was like, it's <laughs> just going to be a summer of peace and yeah. fun. Like, oh, fucking exactly. A. How That's many mushrooms did you take this morning, woman? Not enough, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> not enough or one too many caps. You know? <laughs> so here the hell's angels and Mongols planning to attack Antifa, blah, 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 blah in Seattle. Um. I don't know. So I don't know if they actually did that or if it, it was maybe, no, maybe up, it was uh, look up the fever- federal government moved in and they did a little bit of so uh, maybe what they did replacement, is we'll say maybe mm. what they did was a they little snatch and seizure right they they pushed the uh, media to kind of state all this stuff about the Hell's Angels to kind of give them a little warning and then when the police well, finally came in they thought it was the Hell's Angels yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were hoping it was the angel or the Hell's Angels because they don't have a arsenal of right. Legal weapons, right? Or tear gas. Well, they do probably have an arsenal. Yeah, but not legal. (laughs) Well, something that's really cool. um, My buddy uh, Nick, he was deployed. He's an uh, army. He's in the army, and he was deployed during this against the United States, which is a trip to fucking think about, right? Right. Did he go? Did he go to DC? He was in either DC or no. He's deployed Los Angeles. Okay. Downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, I know quite a few people that were actually still active that went down to D.C. and they were part of the Isn't that a breaking trip? heads. And Isn't that a fucking trip? Right. How would you feel, man? Dude, it's Kent State all over again, minus the bullets. It's like, we a. just busted heads and settled programs. It's one thing to go to war. It's another thing to go to war against your own country. Trust me, it's it's a, it's been a very undersought study all the way back to the Revolutionary War because it's it's happened several times where we have turned our own government against protesters and it's sad but when you have a situation like Chaz I'm sorry to say it I don't agree with the things that they were doing especially the fact they had their own armed guards protecting everything from getting in to help the insiders who were getting murdered and raped they had armed guards at Chaz they had armed guards that they roved the interior of the Chaz area for to keep police out basically everybody that was a part of them what the fuck yeah and nevertheless all this was going down under their nose i mean boise i gotta say like we're not seattle and the cool thing with us like i i've talked about this on, on multiple other episodes um it was kind of interesting to me that we had our major reopening oh indeed that yeah. same weekend right that same weekend that george floyd was murdered and we had that that huge protest wave happened yep. Boise opened up I know and I was fucking busy oh my god my two favorite bars and all my really good excuse me all my, <laughs> all my really good friends are back behind the bar I gotta go support my friends you know like la da 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 I know it's uh now I have to tip 50% for the next six months to make up for all the <laughs> losses <laughs> damn it <laughs> 
And dude, man, of all people, I know like you and I are extroverted people. We we kind of thrive on the camaraderie of this town. Oh, indeed, yeah. It's such a tight kick. Well, the community at times can be a little tight knit. Right. But then again, you know, just like this, this kind of brings out the inner what we are. Like right. you, you see the inside track of everybody else's mind and where they stand and right. where you stand to them. Right. So it's, it's kind of been a good wake up call, to be honest. It's been a. So I was talking to my sister today, actually, and she says, fuck, man, a lot of industries were destroyed out of this. Indeed. And even more were born. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, think about indeed. it, motherfucker. Oh, I know, I know. I know. Fucking Purell. Yep. 3M, the people who make all the plastic all the shields and yep. all the gloves and everything. God damn, there's one in it right now. I know. 3M and then all those private contractors that yep. work for vinyl shops that are making the clear plastic screens for every gas station in the valley versus, yep. like... Well, every, yeah, every single, uh, every single MSA position, every clerk station at the VA had to buy into, you know, plexiglass right. forms. right. So it's this industry is booming where the greenhouse effect industry failed. To be completely honest, it's weird how it kind of realigned. We got a puppy crying. Go check on your dog. Oh, all of you listening, guys. I hear you come in. Dude, but speaking you of. can't come in. I think it's time for a song, <laughs> Dustin. Aye, aye, aye. All right. I think it's time for song. Well, let me maybe keep, shot of whiskey. Talk, keep talking through it and uh, pour oh. me a shot, and I'll tune up if you don't mind. Yeah, perfect. Hope you guys like sad song. Oh, puppy. They want to sing too. The whole party wants to be sad. So while Dustin's tuning up. Man, I've been waiting to have this glorious man <laughs> on the show doing this for a long time, you guys. Tell you what. Let's see if I can remember this one. So, if you all remember uh, Robin Hood, the old cartoon about how we don't like the sheriff or the government, you'll love this song. Cheers. We showered down on some blue bayou. I'm not going to sing that one. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Here's a different one. This is Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Every town. Can't hear that one. As it's ups and downs. Sometimes ups outnumber the down not Nottingham. I'm inclined to believe we weren't so down. We'd up and leave. We'd up and fly if you had wings for flying. Can't you see tears were crying? There's gotta be some happiness for me. There's 
I'm inclined to believe we weren't so down. We'd up and leave. We'd up and fly if we had wings for flying. Can't you see the tears we're crying? Can't there be some happiness for me? Not in Nottingham. A little rougher. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, puppy. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to smack you, puppy. <laughs> right when he was coming in, I strummed right on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. What was that, baby? That was Night in Nottingham? or Yeah, Night in Nottingham by uh, Roger Miller actually wrote that for that um, movie uh, Robin Hood back about, Jesus, 50-some-odd years ago. Y'all know who that is. You know, I really hope that people listening to this are enjoying this as much as I fucking am. Because, God damn. I don't know if... I, I know you probably... I mean, it's okay to say yes. Haven't heard the show before. I actually have. You have. Have yes. you heard the intro song, by chance? I have not heard the intro song. So, I've watched a couple episodes that I've seen on Instagram. Right, yeah. Uh, so, you and Jared. If you go on to my... Um, actually, dogs, I swear, I love them. If you go into my Instagram, those episodes are just clips and portions and things like that. Would you just jump on here and do it? My dog is so <laughs> mad because Camden and him are best friends. Camden, the video producer, all of you know and have heard. My dog and him are fucking best friends. Like, great. Nobody's sitting in there beating him, doing anything crazy. He's just so pissed off because all he wants to do is sit here and hang out with Cam. Not even me. He's not mad that I'm not hanging out with him. Mad that my best friend's not. But if you've heard back to where I was, if you've heard the show before, there's a there's an intro song, right? And my dad is a phenomenal musician. Fucking great. Yep. You know, and when I first started this podcast, uh, it was the first month of quarantine and I was actually I still was paying for my apartment here, but I went and stayed with them just because I was like, fuck this, dude. I live alone. I'm not trying to Family time, dude. It's a month to spend some time with family and catch up on some shit and just have some ha have some quality time, you know? And <laughs> I got fucking real bored after like a week, so I decided to start a podcast, you know? And uh, I had all the, the equipment, the, sh the shit to do it, and uh, my dad's in there jamming on the guitar one day, and I plug him into the soundboard, and I hit uh, record on Audible without him knowing, you know? And I just record him just dropping a fat riff on his Les Paul, man, nice. just killing it, absolutely killing it. So if you do get a chance and you ever had heard it, guys, that first couple seconds of this this show that you hear, that's my pops. That's pops. That's nice. pops, man. That's dad. That's daddy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> kicking ass and taking names. Then you got then you got me. Oh no, man. He barely strum. 
fuck, dude, my dad's good. He's fucking, he's real tits. Like he, he's the kind of he's the kind of guitarist who cannot do any kind of melody guitar. He is a lead fucking guitarist all day every day. You know, I don't know if you know Jimmy Bibbins. Sounds familiar. Plays at the Sockeye pretty often. Pretty. Uh, oh yeah, I've actually met him through my uncle Brad. Yeah, yeah, my dad used to play with him at Sockeye. Nice. <laughs> yeah, dude, played a lot of lead guitar for the guy, and you know, and so um, it's. I play enough guitar to say I have a guitar. <laughs> That's about it, man. Like I'm a percussionist myself. Like I've I've always been. I've got a cajun over there. All day. We got a jam sometimes. Oh, dude, anytime. I. There's been a few instances after the whole, uh, before COVID-19 and all the fun jazz of everything, um, coming downtown, we'd end up back here, and for some stupid reason, there'd be another person who knows how to play guitar, and then even another person uh, who could sing, and we would end up with a full-on music session at four in the morning. Hence the fact of why I got a little bit of soundproofing in my <laughs> Gosh, my poor dog is super pissed off. Aubrey, come here. Do me a favor. We're going to take a quick pause for like 30 seconds, you guys. And go ahead and make sure. <laughs> if I live to tell the story, it's a good one. Till the days we lived and died By the fucking gun How we came to be found face down Under that fuck hidden sun Ever lived to tell the story It's a good one Paint Shine stills anything that helps reality not feel so goddamn real. Pain pills to help to get you by. Moonshine to help kill that demon growing. Down deep inside. You know, it's uh, this this podcast has given so many opportunities in so many different ways that it's like it, 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 I legitimately have listeners now, and that's the weirdest thing to me. Is yeah. it's not just me anymore. It's this Dude. family, this unit, this this whatever you want to call it that I've built. You know, and, and I had a podcast with Safe. You know, Safe. Yep. For the safe and Rondell. Rondell used to be a doorman at Amsterdam. Oh, I know Rondell. Yeah, Rondell Grant yep. McNair. Yeah, he's a good, good, good kid. Yes. But he came on the show and he kind of made a super valid point and said, "Dude, there's one motherfucker out there that you're doing this for. There's one person you don't know who listens to this show and thinks you're oh, yeah. fucking killing it. Just oh, thinks yeah. whatever you're doing is." Fuck yeah, man. You're making a point towards the unknown. Yeah. I'm like, and the, the biggest thing I can just constantly reiterate on is I'm not doing this for that. 
not doing it for the views. I'm not doing it for anything other than the fact that I got my man Dusty, who I've been friends with almost three years now, right? About three years? Uh, four over, almost? A little over three, almost four, yeah. Yeah, yep. I've had you here for four years of friendship, yep. and never have I had the opportunity to sit you down and pick your fucking brain. Pick away. You know, away. other than there. actually, that's a, that's a lie. There, we've been we've had a few chances to go get a brew, sit down and catch up, you know, and pick each other's brains, but not in a way like this where it's. It's an educated conversation that what you Indeed. say is broadcasted for other people to hear and be a part of. And the things that you say are not only important to you, but things that are going to be there Gosh. for life. You know, oh, and it's it's a, a platform of conversation that I am so happy that I have allowed people in my community and in my friend group to be a part of and say, hey, I've had people reach out to me more than I've reached out to people and say, I have some stuff I want to talk about and I want to come on your show. No, I'm, I'm more than uh, obliged to be here, uh, <laughs> to say the least. You're, you, you've asked me a few times to come on here, and lately it's just been so damn busy with that new job I got through right. the NBA and everything going on there. And, you know, we have to do so much to maintain the, I guess we'll just say, ingenuitive balance that we have at the right. BA right now because right. we're trying to keep so many elderly inpatients in the CLC and – you know, the retirement home and all this, we're trying to keep them somewhat isolated from the outside world that it's really driven quite the strum that we have to have these outside checkpoints before they can even reach the exterior doors. Right. So it, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Which is kind of funny to think about. There's uh, uh, mentioning outside checkpoints. I don't know if you've been to Whole Foods. I have. Have you noticed their infrared camera that they have up in the yes, front door? Yep. How is it kind of funny to you that, or to me, that Whole Foods has it that our hospitals don't. Well, actually, St. Luke's and St. Alphonsus have. Do they? Do they? They have implemented that. You just can't see it because it's on the interior of the door. Like as soon as you walk Holy through the shit, door, you're kidding. Yep. As Holy soon as you walk shit. through the door, you're you're already on spot. And they do a, a counter check before you can either go to your MSAs or hit the elevator right. to whatever. At the BA, we don't exactly have that kind of funding, so we do a implement. An the outside world so we have a checkpoint screening section outside where we ask you questions if you meet a certain criteria we ask you to get tested if you don't want to get tested but you still meet this certain criteria we ask you to go home and quarantine for 14 days before returning blah 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 so it's, so you it's do have an option though. that's kind of neat yeah kind of kind of the same situation circumstance but with less money and the technology but more put into the amount of personnel needed right so right yeah fuck yep dude gotta love it 2020 i mean <sighs> we were projected for all this the last a couple months now it's projected the last a year yes yeah, maybe a year CD and a half cdc right now we're looking at maybe maybe beginning the mid of 21 before we let loose if at all do you think that landlords are going to be somewhat lenient with this especially in being in towns like boise that are college landlords, towns or landlords are being directed by the government issued yay or nay for uh, homes not for businesses though. well no that's are what they? i'm that's what i'm talking about so they they have relief packages for people that are not allowed to work and it's it's kind of a stimulus in the sense that they're getting not only the unemployment rate but they're getting a 600 dollar a week bonus right on kind top of, of that. sense so they're making more than they ever would have 
a majority of Boise, right. rather, making more than they right. would have ever made. But it's it's to go forth with maybe put this away in case it doesn't last because it's only going to go until the 25th, I believe, of this month, and they're cutting it off. I thought they might be extending that. They may, but it's yet to be announced. I've, I actually – I'm one of the – few people who haven't gotten a single check from anything Keep or unemployment Keep or any working, of that. Baby. And I'm not I'm not gonna toot my horn or you know <laughs> I'm gonna toot my horn. Yeah, toot, I have fucking toot. the entire quarantine, those of you who don't know and might want to know or don't give a fuck, you're gonna hear it anyways. I haven't gotten a single check from anybody to help me out during this this pandemic. Me neither I've have, been working. I've been working. I've been and I'm a small business owner. Yeah, you know, maybe. and I am I, I made it. You know, there was a time, right, especially right when fucking pandemic hit, I broke my back. Not only could I physically not work, I legitimately could not work because of the pandemic. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and perfect, I had perfect timing. Yeah, I had just enough time to start healing, yep. and maybe get back into working a little bit here and there, and start strengthening my back. Full quarantine. Yep. Fucking hit that next time, and I was like. Fuck, man. And it, it makes you really think about all those people who didn't get as lucky as I did. Oh, indeed. Yeah. You know, and I, it makes you wonder if the homeless is going to increase. If, if, if It already has. Uh, there's, you know, quite the majority of people living out of their, you know, friends' houses via car or via trailer or via I home. took it. I was going to take in Matt Shredder. Yeah. He, there, but it wasn't because of everything. It was just because he was like, hey, dude, I'm, it might – be in my best interest to save some cash and to uh, shack up on your couch for a couple weeks. You think that's an option? I was like, yeah, dude. And then he ended up finding Johnny Johnson, Mm -hmm. who has an extra couple rooms instead of my extra couch. (laughs) A little bit better option for everybody, yeah. A little bit better option, Can't tiptoe through the... Kitchen slash living room with your penis slapping around all over. You can't, dude. You can't. I mean, you can. He might get pictures in the meantime. Right. And also, you guys, like, I, I know this is episode 21. I just kind of want to reiterate on this a little bit. Um, I do not have the money, the capacity to handle this show the way that it deserves. I really don't. It's not yet. I, I'm working on it. And if I had the ability to go put fucking every single bit of this show on a credit card and just say, fuck it, you know, no. This show has been built, not bought. Every single little thing that is in this show and being used was either gifted to me or I bought one at a time, just a little bit here and there. Like this soundboard, this is actually Matt Shredder's soundboard. I bought the booms for the mics, but this is one of his mics. That's my mic. Like it's just a mixture of things that people have given me. My processing and workhorse computer is entirely gifted to me from a friend, you know, so it's, it's, it's really, really fucking hard to do this. And I was talking about it earlier. Like to those of you who were thinking about possibly starting a podcast or getting into podcasting, just understand that the reason I was able to get into it and guys, I am on Spotify. I am on Apple. I am on YouTube. And that took me 40 hours of legitimately working on this show. 40 hours of about three weeks. And that was the first three weeks of quarantine. I was wake up, start working, Go to bed. Like, that was all fucking day I'd be sitting on my computer not doing a thing. Yep. You know, and that's what it took just to get legitimate RSS feed to be put on Spotify, to get approved on Spotify, to actually – I paid somebody to work on my logo and to design my logo 
and do everything. And it's been a major process. And I'm not veering you away from this because, oh, another podcast, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, please, by all means. Like, if you feel like this is something you can do, I want your passion, your love, and your drive for podcasting to be something that I support as well. But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say, oh, this was fucking easy. Because goddamn, no, it wasn't. And getting back to my point of I that. I think it is. Hey, cheers. Nostravi. Nostravi. Here's to you. Hey. Here's and to the young blood. Exactly. Hey, guys, all one word, Young Blood Podcast, Y-O-U-N-G-B-L-O-O-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. If you look me up, for real. Do not put a fucking the in front of it and do not put any spaces. It's one word. You'll find me on everything. Apple, Spotify, YouTube. And if you want to get bold and go look on Instagram, it's actually different. It's yb.podcast. Way fucking easier. Figure it out. But that being said, guys, like, dude, I am constantly fighting uh, camera issues. I'm like, because the original plan of things, I was trying to have a camera on each guest and just do all this and that. And I, it was, I have the camera gear to do so. But I don't have the computer to do it. Takes you know? time, man. It takes, takes time. a lot. It's a building process. Dude, I've got a fucking 16 gigabyte of RAM, pro- or a 6 gigabyte, or a 6 core processor, 16 gigs of RAM, with a fucking 950 NVIDIA graphics card. I can play any fucking game on the market right now. <laughs> any fucking game. I can do it. I can send it and have a great time. No fucking issues. But goddamn, if I try to record me and my friends talking into some mics, Not fucking so cool. shit. Yep. Doesn't it? Doesn't handle it one bit, and I'm. I just want to say that to you guys. Like, yeah, cool. If you've got fucking three grand to go drop an all new equipment and start a podcast, go for it. Do it. But it, there's just something that goes with building this, being passionate about this. That that is going to help me continue to do it because I'm not doing it for the clout. I'm not doing it for the followers. I'm not doing it for anybody other than myself and the enjoyment that i get of having my guests come on especially because half the time the guests are people that i know and i've been given the opportunity to have conversations with them that i would never have had or like the episode with eric if you guys want to learn about selling real estate and buying real estate city of trees real estate came on this podcast just to talk about what you as somebody in your mid-20s to 30s with bad credit no fucking history of good income and no co-signer what you could do to buy a house in this economy right now there's ways about it there is there's ways about it and if you don't know how to do it listen to the last i think two episodes ago guys long story short this has grown uh, oh excuse me this has grown nice just like that yeah just like that grew in his stomach guys this has grown this is grown <laughs> yeah and it makes me so happy to have Dusty on here, and it, it, it also makes me curious about what's next for the tumbleweeds. Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, so we're actually in a bit of a hiatus for the last couple of years. We we had a move a little closer. We had a little bit of a fall, you know, due to everything going on. Everybody kind of get a little bit busy with everything with the COVID nonsense, myself included, especially working at the hospital. Uh, been doing a few solo deals here and there, um, but until we get up and reignited, we'll say, in the community, we're not going to be doing a whole lot of anything as far as a full band. Um, we have several different venues that would like for us to come through and do a local spot, but we're just not allowed, and they're not going to allow anything to happen until we're past the 50% right. mark. 
So what about putting out like what Colorado's doing with these drive-in concerts? We have thought about that a few times, but then again, you have to think about the venue where you're going to do your drive up and you have to think about the licensing. You have to think about the insurance fucking policy you have to cover because all the people driving through and just parking Right, it's and then the liability you take on well, with that, that bringing that's what I so mean. many people. Yeah, you're bringing so many people, and once again, it's only allowed to be everything has to be 50% venue, unless you're on a body of water. You're kind of fucked, to be completely honest. That's why down in like Southern California, they're doing venue shows? shows. They're doing boat shows where you ride out in the fucking boat and you sit and you look inward towards the stage, and therefore you have no conflict. Can you still technically tie up? You can, because you're still considered your own vehicle. Oh. Yeah. We're not supporting this, guys, but... <laughs> I was not there. I did not make the decision. I'm not a politician. <laughs> We're not supporting this. This is no, strictly no. informative. Stop touching each other's buttholes and then licking your finger. <laughs> we'll be just fine, I promise. <laughs> it's one of the biggest issues, licking butts. So, that being said... We can definitely. You're not an expert I'm not in any way, shape, or form on the on, the on anything. Yeah, and <clears throat> that's not what you're here for. That's not he- what you're here to talk about. It's it's more or less the fact that you have such an interesting position at your job. Indeed, you work for something that is very important to the community. You work for something that's very important to yourself, and where you work has been directly affected by this. Uh, greatly, yes. I mean, just seeing the volumes of people coming through as far as the patients has dwindled dramatically. And they're all, they're all veterans, right? Yep. Yeah. So at the VA, it's nothing but veterans. Um, we don't allow spouses in unless they have to be there to help the mobility of the veteran. We don't right, allow to help anybody under staff. 18 years old. Well, for the mobility, I mean, if you're here with your husband and you have to get him around in a wheelchair or he's you know with the dementia the part of life mobility or transportation mobility so if you're helping them to and from point a to point b being a the door versus b your whatever team you're going to your doctor then we sadly enough we're not allowing you inside we're making you either wait in your car or wait outside or come back later or come back later in the same sense we're not allowing you inside Right. Which to me is sad because I've been a patient there since 2012. I've been through a numerous amount of fucking procedures, surgeries, all that, and I can't even imagine what it would be like to be stuck in a fucking waiting room, surgical waiting room, recovery room, anything like that without having your loved ones there. I would lonely, not even wish that on the worst enemy of mine. I I can't even imagine, especially coming right. back out of. So it, it's it's tough. It's it's hard to say no, but at the same time we have to. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. It's it's rough. And it's the, rough. the thing about that is it's only getting worse. It's well, it's going to get worse until we realize that this is not going to go away. We need right. to just accept it and go about the proper precautions. Right. Don't let people within you know don't don't let them crowd up. Don't let them bunch up. But at the same time, if they're with their loved ones and you're in a hospital, right, know, it's, it's right. kind of hard to say no. It's, I'm almost convinced now with everything going on that we are going to reach a point of month number one where we were. Well, where we were on yeah. mandatory lockdown. You were not to leave the house unless you're an essential employee. Yep. You know, and the first time around, 
I remember a lot of my friends getting letters from their employers saying they were essential employees, carrying it around with them, things like that. But nobody was ever checked. No, they're right. not. They're not going to pull you over in between right. your house and going to work. I almost feel like we'll get to a point where that might get mandated. If that gets mandated, that's when you're going to see the fall of humanity because that's called martial law. Right. And that's when that's an interesting. That's, that's an interesting statement. That's where we're going to start to backlash against. Because we already everything. have. We already have. That's well, the scary look, thing. We've look at all to. the protests. That right. is a portion of us backlashing towards this. I understand that it it has a representation of the Black Lives Matter, but. Look at every single other organization that's coming out of the woodwork just for this. It's because we're just sick and tired of sitting on our fucking hands right. and not having a say in public and not being able to be a part of civilization. I, I think it's it's a huge mental breakdown that right. we're about to reach. Right. Well, uh, it's so the introverts are people who sit there and act like, hey, this doesn't bother me. Right. So everybody's an introvert until they're told they can't be. Yeah, All of those all those kids who sit there people women men that say i want to sit at home i want to be home i don't like to go out downtown that's until you're told you can't now it's just like telling a little kid they can't have that piece of candy or exactly. don't touch that the first exactly. thing they're going to do just is want, want that piece of candy or they're going to touch it yeah and so those are the introverts now think about the extroverts the ones the huggers the huggers, the <laughs> yeah. lovers. Oh, man, they're just dying in their own bedrooms right now, just oh, hugging the mirrors. Dude, <laughs> that's how I am, man. You I'm, know I'm me. I'm the I'm same way. I, 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 love I like interaction. I, I have joy in hanging out with my friends, my family, out right. being out and about, just experiencing the sounds and the smells. And it's not even because you don't enjoy being alone. It's because you prefer company. Indeed, yeah. Being alone is great, but fuck, man. People are great. I like, I like being alone when I'm up in the mountains and I'm hunting or fishing. I don't you want to be alone. I don't want to be walking by myself down the middle of Main Street. Like, right. oh, there's ten people in that bar, but I don't have a mask, so I can't go in. Right. And it, it, it's a sense of loneliness. It's a sense of loss. It's, it's a sense of mourning. We are currently, and I talked about this months ago in the first, first podcast, and it's crazy to me to think about because I really did kind of hit the nail on the head in that and say, we're mourning a way of life. Indeed. We are currently in Tw grief. 2020 is the funeral of every year we've lived through. Exactly. We, we are, we, this, living the way that we lived in the last 10 years is never going to happen <laughs> again. <laughs> ah, bullshit. I, I don't want to believe that. It's going to change. You don't want to. That's as the thing. It's as going soon to. as we realize that this is just going to have to go its course. In, in a way, though. Then we're going to be stuck in limbo until we realize that, you know what? You're going to either get through it or you're not. You're right, going to build right, antibodies right. or you're not. Right. We're going to be stuck in this but centralized, yeah. well, I'm I'm not afraid to go out until somebody gets too close. Then I'm scared. Now i got to put my mask on. Right. Or i got to tell them to back off. Or, you know, it's, it's such a weird community right. that we're trying to keep a part of right now. Right. Well, the reason I do say never again is because not because the little things or not because the big things that are so important to us are going to be gone forever. Those are going to eventually get yeah. no, slowly integrated back. But the social distancing yeah. thing and the mask and oddly enough, all the hand sanitizer in the world is not going to fix this shit. Right. We're one all going to go through it. I promise. Yeah. The eventually. thing to me that kind of is a trip to think about 
is, you know, those plastic screens, mm-hmm. those are never going to go away. Do you ever mm-hmm. think there's going to be a day where they say, well, we paid for all these screens, might as well just put them in storage. No, they're going to keep them up. Those are up for life. Yeah, they that's are. true. You know, there's, so there's just Sadly. little small things that will never be the same again. Just just a genuine comfort with, re, uh, with reaction of people and touching people and having their friendship and you know, that's it's never gonna come back to the original stance. Can you grab the other one out of the fridge? You have another one in there. Right? Buku. It's purple. Purple drink. And would you also, my beautiful girlfriend, grab me a pickle? Because we're gonna take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're gonna those, share a pickle. Those pickles. I don't know, man. <laughs> I want a whole fucking pickle. Because that pickle of course you sounds do. fucking. He is he good. is all about all the pickle. Oh man. Not a share of the pickle. And Camden, again, I just want to thank you for coming on and doing everything that you've done. And today's been an easy one for you. Super easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we, can we bring up some stats? Yeah, bring up some stats. Let's see. Hey, so look at the COVID remarks for Boise, Idaho alone, or Ada County, rather. And we'll right. discuss those. So normally, guys, as you know, Camden, so when this show first became a thing, uh, the major premise that I focused on was good audio clear concise audio all the time trying to make sure everybody could hear me well because i've listened to a fuckload of podcasts in my life and the first thing that i pay attention to is the first 10 seconds and how it sounds how it pops yeah, yeah and, and if you sound like shit i'm like uh oh, well i'd like it hello my baby hello my darling hello my you can use your words. Is it right, Togo? <laughs> Both. Just get, I mean, honestly, just hand us a pickle and that's good enough for me. <laughs> Not like that, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. <laughs> so this is the first show that we bought three bottles for. We're only through like half of the first we got a long <laughs> show to go we're not going to be understandable by the end of this oh no that's a good thing guys like so i just think fuck COVID. fuck COVID. Is fucking stupid and fuck you <laughs> fuck COVID and fuck you casey all right mr dustin hey mr young salute mr isaac to you folks in the background to everybody else to you at home to the backbone of the to podcast the, to the live cast if you can even see me sitting back here, sorry. Are we no, still live on that, Camden? Yeah. We are? Yeah. Cool. I just don't think anybody gives a shit anymore. Oh, why don't you uh, exit out of that? Go live again. Fix that. Start over? Yeah, start over the live. Because they only go for about an hour. I know. <clears throat> they only go for about an hour. And I've gotten some good uh, some good stuff. Again, guys, Like this is episode 20. 21. One. <laughs> 21. This is like fucking Season huge. two. Fucking huge, man. It's like we're, I, we're turning of age on season two. Once we get to episode 100, 200, like it's, I'm not going to stop doing this. I've already put so much love yep. and effort and time into this. And well, I'll, I'll come on another time if you would have Of me. course. I am not opposed to the numerous numerous appearances by the same person. Like well, I, I, I will try to come with a little bit more legit. Oh, Jesus. Thank God we didn't have an episode <laughs> like Clay where I fucking didn't hit record for the first hour of the show. Did I tell you about that? Yes, yeah, I did. fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. I have never seen Clay in my years of friendship with him ever have the look in his eye like he wanted to fight me like that night. 
He, <laughs> he he looked me dead in the eyes. He's just like, and he was ki- like, he was laughing when I said it because he, he was like, "There's no fucking way you can," you know. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, what if I told you that?" But the first uh, hour of this podcast, it's not I, third. It's I not did. Third. I didn't hit record. He was like, <laughs> "You fucking idiot, shut up." <laughs> and then I looked at him dead cold in the eyes and said, "No, I fucked up. We didn't hit record." And he was like, "Yeah." Draw dropped. Fucking words stopped. Eye glare started. Oh, time stopped too. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was. I. I love Clay to death, in a way that I've never been afraid of him. You know, but I've never been on his bad side enough to where I like, should be. <laughs> Holy fuck! That day I was like, I think Clay might punch me. <laughs> it's all right. Learning point. But to be fair, the fucking episode that hour that we lost. Oh my god! One of the best. Magic. Jo- oh, yeah. pure. Utter gold, complete gold. Everything that was said on that show, like he talked about, and I'm gonna eat this pickle. And he talked about how him and his fucking brother literally like played knife darts with each other, just catching the knife. And like, oh yeah, first one to get cut fucking gets whipped five times. Tells this whole story, all these details, thirty minute story in, you know, and two other stories just like it. And finally, to say the least, I. Up and told him, dude, you know, I'm sorry. And that goes back to the whole thing with the this is a learning experience. You know, Life I'm not happens. a professional audio video manager. I am not by any way, shape, or form. Hey, Cameron, would you straighten that out? That is super crooked. Um, <laughs> Nobody cares. I do. Well, Somebody's got to give a shit. Well, That's why you're here. Exactly. That's why you're here. Oh, there's three people left. Three people. Hi, people. Had Peek. Go ahead and answer. Ask any questions if you actually give a shit. That'd be cool. There was one podcast I had with Anna where she went live on her Instagram, and she's got like 10,000 followers. And we had people through the whole podcast talking, saying hi, asking questions, interacting. And the whole show was actually about breakups. <laughs> what? I said you have something on your nose. Who said that? Jesus. Aaron Durr. What's up, Durs? You got something on your nose. It's called cocaine. All right, Dusty, I think it's time for a song. All right. Let me redo this microphone. Just got to find your one. Yes, I have a can opener, babe. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Keep talking. I got to tune real quick again. So my, my uh, glorious girlfriend here had just written me a note asking if I have a can opener, you know, other than the very large electronic can opener I have sitting on my counter. Um, no, I don't have one. It's sitting on my counter. Yeah, did you find it? Cool. This is going to be the most interesting podcast to the regular listeners out there. It's great. Thank you, darling. Mr. Weatherman What is your forecast? I need a major change I can't stand no more rain 
everything's been going wrong Please tell me it's something in the ozone Or is the atmospheric pressure just too strong I can't ride out one more stone Cause I've had too many highs and too many lows Too many storms and tornadoes I need some blue skies and sunshine I can't take no more shit tonight Tune. All right, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, keep that hot. All right. What, did we get some feedback on that, oh, brother? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got some people on the live. Oh, yeah. Said, damn, that voice is amazing. Thanks, baby. Jesus is an angel. Yeah, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a nobody. Don't worry about me. I need links. Jameson will sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson will sponsor me. Yeah. Well, how about Screwball then? How about Screwball? Let me see that one. Hold on. Hold oh, on. Yes, sir. I'll do you another song if you sponsor us. <laughs> That's right. Can I do it straight from the bottle? Bro, you can do whatever you like. Miss Screwball? If it makes you feel any better, everything was bleached and taken care of before you Dude, came it's, over. It's, it's, it's a bottle. It's not the fucking God bottle. God damn al- alcohol. It'll be fine. <laughs> but the mics, the table... Oh. I did do I do do that before every show just to, just because of it. I I actually take a shower every time I get done with work before I actually leave the BA due to oh, that purpose. Oh, word. Yeah. Well, I I just feel like it's fair for me to do for people who come on the show. You know, I do give you a comfort in being here and saying, you know, I'll, you will have a mic right up next to your face. I do try to clean up with every episode we have. I do I try to clean that. up. And when I don't get the opportunity to clean up my house and stuff like that, it really fucking I feel terrible. You know, it's 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 important right now with everything going Dude, on. Indeed, indeed. No, and we're we're very precautious all over the uh, BA society. I don't necessarily also. have the money like Joe Rogan, where he can sit there and uh, test every guest before they come on. Do you do you listen to his show, by the way? I do, I do. Fuck yeah! How much? God. The guy has all the conversation to have. He really sure. does, man. Like yeah. it's so. I've had. One of the craziest experiences about doing this podcast happened recently, and I was talking to some kid that I met at a party, and he says to me, wait, do you have the Young Blood podcast? Never met the guy before <laughs> in my entire fucking life, ever, oh my. ever, and I was like, yeah, I do. Cool. Like, yeah, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. Reach out. Film up again, and they play loud. Woo-hoo. You know, and literally, I was like fucking 
flabbergasted. I was like, dude, there's no fucking way. Wow. And that really felt good. He's like, dude, I thought you looked familiar. No shit. Yeah, I went to a fucking party on 4th of July, and somebody literally said, dude, wait, wait, that's you? Wow. Fucking keep doing what you're doing, bro. Keep having fun. (laughs) Keep killing it, you know? Nice. I've also had even more people come up to me and kind of, you know, why don't you go ahead and put the camera on Dusty more than me? I'm not too worried about it. Uh, Are you sure you want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) I picked my nose a lot. All right, Camden, Camden, you can also grab one of those chairs over there and uh, attach it to the chair. It's a a bendy foldy. Um, But, you know, that's a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) You know the thing. The thing and the stuff and the stuff and the thing. Yeah, but, dude, he fucking shit you not came up to me and he said, dude, Keep Sponsor doing so. what you're doing. Keep enjoying yeah. what you're doing. And I, I have Sponsor genuinely noticed so much love in what you do. And <coughs> so Jared, he came on, and we had a phenomenal episode and talked a ton. And uh, you can move that back, too, if you want, Cam. And basically, um, perfect, perfect. Looking good. Don't Just don't bump it. And we're doing good. Sorry, puppy. guys. We are dealing puppy. with so many things. That we got puppies and oh, yeah. women and children and... The whole Not children and <laughs> overgrown <laughs> children. Me. What, baby? He says, Ram L- VL says, it's Biggie. You're Biggie Smalls, huh? I said, what up? So I said, I'm his bigger and blacker brother. <laughs> Wait, Biggie Small? Like, Biggie, my buddy Biggie? I don't know. What's up, Biggie? How you been? So I've got a lot of friends from, like, LA. This is an Idaho <laughs> podcast, but, like, a lot of my friends in L.A. are kind of tripping on seeing the fact that I'm doing oh, this. Indeed. Because if I was doing this in L.A., Go Dodgers. Huge. Los Go Dodgers. Kim, why don't you back it up just a hair so we can see both of us on the camera since well, you got it on that now? If you don't mind. I'm trying here. Oh, much better. Now, aren't you, you can back up the whole chair if you really feel like it, my guy. Look, you guys are both in there. Pain pales. Moonshine still. <laughs> oh, there we go. And you can see the soundproofing and everything in there. What's up, everybody? How we do? How many people do we have on the live right now? <laughs> <laughs> we fucking made it. <laughs> yes. Seems like we have a lot of feedback on there, though. You know, it's yeah. it's just one person. Like, oh, answer me. Answer me. Answer We've me, got three me. people on the live. Hello, everybody. <laughs> that being said, man, fucking a. Yeah. So I went to a party the other day and shit you not. Pharma. Coffee. <laughs> And shit you not, man, people literally came up and were like, dude, you do the Young Blood podcast. And I, talking to Jared, I'm one of the only people doing what I'm doing right now in this town. And we, I hate to act, toot my own fucking horn again, but, I mean, how many people, oh, it smells so garlic. fucking good, oh, doesn't it? God. Oh, Jesus, crikey. They gotta smell that garlic through the bike. Hey, many Christmas. Yeah, if you guys could have smell of vision smell vision right now, you would enjoy it. I'll tell mm. you what, my, my, my beautiful girlfriend over there is cooking up some wonderful stuff. Uh, and did you, hey, K- babe, did you use that garlic that I brought from Camden's house? Oh, well, you fucked up. But. <laughs> <laughs> you done fucked up, kid. Camden's mom brought some glorious, grew some glorious garlic that I brought from their house. It was awesome. It was great. So, Dusty, get back into where the, din- the nitty, the gritty, the good, the fun. So, You said be? the tumbleweeds. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a. Hard topic right now. It's yeah, kinda right now it's kind of hit and miss because towards the end of our little stint, we we played a, a big show with. Um, well, we had a, a headliner at the Revolution Concert House, and we were the main fucking attraction. All this 
and we just had kind of a big bump because we took on a new bass player. My lead guitar showed up fucked up Ugh. along with the new bass player. Well, oh, jeez. So it, you know, just all these uncertain factors kind of unfolded in this one picture, and it just made the fucking paint run from start to finish. And the best part of the fucking show, I was told, is when I unplugged everybody, everybody was turned off, and I jumped on and did a just a acoustic. I sat on the you fucking... You had to save the shit, huh? Well, I sat on the front speakers, and I did an acoustic as loud as I could. Everybody, oddly enough, the entire crowd gathered around and didn't say a fucking word, and they listened to the entire thing until the end. And then they applauded, and then I looked over the side, and the stage manager was just like, you're never fucking doing that again. Because <laughs> we surpassed the 1130 curfew that they had. So that was kind so of a it was an encore kind of thing. It was an encore that was not supposed to take place, but does any encore technically take place because it should? No, no it takes place because no, it was a great it, fucking show and they want to exactly, hear more. Exactly, but the the stage manager there at, at the, the Revolution Concert House was kind of a we're not going to drop names that we can't if we can't want. understand normal thinking an acronym <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying there. Hey, he's a fucking idiot. Well. You said I said it, not you. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. I indeed. said it, not you. Hey, I don't have any people at the revolution that but I yeah. know. So anyway, it it turned into kind of a shit show, and at the end of the night, I had to. Well, I thought you were trying to just tell me to play one more song, <laughs> but it, it turned into this whole fiasco. Well, you know what the funniest thing about that whole situation is, revolution's not gonna make it out of this. Oh, I know. It's a big fucking They're done. box. It's They're fucking shit done. Anyway. You know what's going to happen? That climbing gym is going to buy the rest of that fucking building and expand. Good. That's exactly what I... Yep. Call, Sorry. Call me on it in Revolution s- in Concert House has the worst sound I've ever been a part of. I don't know how any reputable artist I'm gonna has actually played there. I'm going to say it over and over again. Because it, they also have the worst sound. Well, we played there with Joe Nichols. That was kind of cool. I mean, they have had phenomenal artists come through, but with their curfew... Their with really, their yeah. sound ordinances, their with lack everything. Of, their lack of kind of headstrong service. Yeah, it, I'm sorry to say, but I just don't like that venue. I don't like the people that run it. But the knit. The knit. I love the knit. They take Dude, care of so everybody. Good. They it's take so care good. of your local artists. They take care of your dissing artists. They right. take care of your covering artists. They take care of everybody. What really fucking sucks about the whole thing with the knit is they got hit with that fire right before. Dude. They got they, you got fucked because of that right fire too, didn't the you? The day before we were supposed to play our show. That's that. why we had to play the uh, Revolution Concert House that last I time. I remember that because I had tickets to the show at the Knit, and I was—I think I was still bartending at the Hey Penny during that show, so I was fucking like ready to get off work, yep. go head over there, and all of a sudden I was at the Rev. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. You know? Yeah, everything from their security to their detail is just—they they don't take care of the artists. You know how easy it is to get in VIP at the Rev? Yeah, just sneak in the back fucking door. Well, because you, <laughs> granted, you've also played there. Well, but I'm telling you from <laughs> park in the back, walk through like you own the place, you'll be okay. So what you do when you don't own the place or have balls, uh, <laughs> or. you have one of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you have one of your friends who has Shh, a. <laughs> I never said this. <laughs> you have one of your friends who has a VIP ticket. Email you a forwarded version of their email, okay? Yep. You make sure it's Print a copy. screenshotted version of it, and then basically, if you do it right, you can open your email and say that you just didn't get a stamp. 
and they don't have any way to prove you wrong. So we went, we never did this. One day we got 15 people up in VIP by doing this, by sending the same email to 15 people. And the dumbass at the door was just like, no, no, sir, where's your stamp? I walked out without one. I walked out without one. Walked out without one. Walked out without one. Yep. And stamp, stamp, stamp. Later did we know we had our entire crew upstairs at VIP killing it. Now it's even better because my, my new business partner, Colby Woodell, bartends out the knit. Oh, absolutely. Beyond perfect in every way. Crazy thing about that whole situation is, you know, everybody, we were talking about the, the industries that grew and the ones that died. And construction really hasn't died in weird ways. Salute. Cameron, you want a shot? Thrivey. Get get a shot. Come take, on. Take your time. It's your turn. Football. I'm busy waving at these uh, Instagram lives. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, people, are you waving at people? All y'all over there, we see you. We see you. <laughs> Hola. Hola, Hola. Wait. Como estas? Um, si, sabore. Koyo wants to know where is the podcast streaming from? My studio at my house. Are she still on? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> One and done, I always say. <laughs> yeah, they all left. So, how many people we got live now? None? Zero. None. Hey man, start again. <laughs> the cool thing is though, the whole the whole this whole video, this whole video records live. You know that's so what they said. <laughs> yes. What? So who said that? We'll no, fight them. No we'll fight that. them. It's okay. I'm about to type that up if you want. <laughs> Y'all suck for not staying. Why do people watch keep it? coming on? Go away! I'm surprised. Stay if you're not gonna enough. come on, stay. Who is it? Wait, wave at them. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> you guys don't yeah. Yeah. Go away. Wait, don't go away. Cheers. <laughs> He's already gone. No, So here's the CY podcast. CY podcast. So this is Young Blood Podcast. And oh. My company is CMY. LLC. Oh, I thought it was yeah, a Casey yeah. Young podcast that you were doing on your oh, live Do you think I want to put my name? Well, I thought it was there? on your personal. People don't like me. All right. I'm just the host of a show. I'm just the host of a show, man. If I tell, if I call this the Casey Young podcast, you think people are gonna fucking listen? I Fuck thought it no. was the personal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Young Blood. What See up, Young, Young Blood, Blood podcast, my man. Here's you. Well, you ever seen a? Uh, uh, I think it's Underdogs, or fucking uh, what's that one movie with Justin Timberlake? Asking <laughs> yeah, the wrong scene. <laughs> Where it's uh. He's a gangster, in, uh, small-time gangster in California, and they kill the kid at the end because basically the, the premise of the story is um, small-time drug dealers get into a big problem because they kidnap one of the other drug dealers' brothers. And at the end of the movie, they were told they can get into a plea deal where if you return the kid, nobody's going to get anything but a couple of years in jail, blah, 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 blah. But he had already put the murder order on the kid. I, I think it's recall. Underdog. I'm almost positive it's called Underdog. Yeah, I'm so... Cam, would you look up the movie behind. Underdog for me, G? Underdog. Yeah, Underdog. I'm pretty sure it's what it's called. I really hope that uh, this video card isn't causing all that. Again, dude. Like, I, People, I have a fucking computer that can handle any game on the market right now. But it can't handle what I do on this podcast. So just like to put that into perspective for you guys who want to start a show. like If I were to do the audio on this and just the audio alone... Cool. By all means, no problem. No harm, no foul. Is, is this the one you were thinking of? No, that is not. <laughs> that is definitely not. Okay, search up. Search. Okay, that is a dog that it looks like a superhero with a cape on. 
Okay, Aubrey loves that movie. But no, we're Jesus. <laughs> we're not talking about that. So no, not that. So go to it's um. A lot of why I'm asking this is because they talk about young blood a lot in that. So it's like a gangster term. Oh yeah. What's up, young blood? What's up, young blue? Exactly. What's up, young blood? Motherfucker. Get, get, get over here. You know, young blood. Go. Pop that motherfucker. Like it's just it's a stupid ass gangster term. Indeed. And my older brother, great guy, much older than I am, is also brought up in LA this entire life. You know, so he's a little more Oh, he's got even better ones. Camden, you were doing terribly. You're doing terribly at your job. It's the movie you're thinking about. This one? No, it's Justin Timberlake, you fuck. It's definitely not called Underdog, but Yeah, it's close to it. Justin Timberlake. No. Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog. Alpha dog. I, I, Idiot. I figured that out before you said it. I was like, wait a minute. Something's wrong here. So the movie's not called Underdog. It's called Alpha Dog. Fuck me. I'm sorry. There's a lot of dogs in the house. I figured it. Come on. So it's called Alpha Dog. And the whole premise of the movie, like I said, was there's a guy that that fucking was a small-time drug dealer, got into some small-time drug dealer shit, and another small-time drug dealer's beef turned into him kidnapping the little brother. Long story short, they murdered the kid in cold blood at the end. It's a really heavy fucking movie, but a good watch. Give it a try. <laughs> I was I was playing along with all the intentional of American society. <laughs> you got another song for us, Dusty? Um, I can play. You want to hear? Man. All right. Wish I were down on some blue bayou with a bamboo cane stuck in the sand. But the road I'm on Don't seem to go there So I just dream Keep on being the way I am Wish I enjoyed What makes my living And what I do with a willing hand Some would run But that ain't like me So I just dream Keep on being the way I am The way I am Don't fit my shackles way I am reality I can almost see <laughs> that barber dancing so I just dream keep on being the way I am
way I am Don't fit my shackles The way I am Reality I can almost see That barber dancing I just dream, keep on being the way I am. I just dream, keep on being the way I am. Thank you very much, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. <laughs> Dustin, motherfucking Isaac, ladies and gentlemen. God damn. Thank you kindly. Man, this makes me so happy to have you on because I, I hope this brings open the ability, the gateway, the opportunity for other local artists to maybe want to come on here and talk their business, tell well, their story, and play me, their songs. Let me get some folks over here. I mean, to tell you what, it was really fucking cool to have City of Trees Real Estate get on here because it wasn't just, I didn't ask them to come on. Oh, indeed. They asked me to come on and say, hey, dude, like, we want to. Granted, Eric is a bartender downtown, so that's a lot of why we had that integration. Yep. You know, it was more about, hey, man, I've got a fucking cool opportunity uh, for both of us. I can come on and talk about this, and I can bring one of our best realtors on to talk about her story, right? So I bring Angela on. Fucking badass woman. Goddamn single, excuse me, single mother. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> single mother. Lots of shit going on in her life, but also a business owner, a realtor, and a strong, independent woman. Dude, that takes and a lot. Takes a that lot. That being said, also the second woman to ever come on the podcast, you know, so that's, I'm, I love it. You know, there's not a lot of women that are like, hey, man, I want to fucking come on your show and I want to talk some shit. Right. I want to get on, I'm going to get dirty. And especially because my main demographic for this show is males in their mid-20s to 30s. And I can find that out, guys. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I fucking know. I fucking know. You watch, I find out. You say, hey, dude, I watched your podcast. I'm going to go on my shit and see, all right, I have a lack of 20-year-old males watching my show. You lied. You lied. Lying ass. I, not only do I know who's watching the show, how old you are, I don't know your username, per se, but I know how long you're watching. Demographic falls apart. Holy shit, dude. I have the ability to find out the average listening time, the country you listen from, the state you listen from, every single little factor goes into it. It's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, and I just realized my friend earlier, you said there's something on my lip. He was talking about my mustache. So that was great. <laughs> nice little caterpillar. <laughs> you just realized that? 30 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes later, I did. Took me. It's took called me the Flavor Saver, <laughs> a.k.a. the Molestache, oh, a.k.a. the Womb Broom. He's just mad because Sean Carnow has the same mustache as I do, and they're best friends. He's like, oh, shit, dude. You're taking Sean's they mustache. Hug. And they like, hug. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no man can take another man's mustache. You can just have a better one. <laughs> here's you, here's to me, here's it all can be. Here's to you, and here's to me. Oh, you want to go that route. Here's the friends that'll always be. If it's not to friends that'll always be, fuck, fuck you. you. Here's, here's to, to me. me. Nostra vie. Every single one of my friends hates me when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They're just like... I hope he never hates me. Well, I mean, people that I just met and talked to, they don't they don't mind too much. No big deal, no harm, no foul. They're like, oh, dude, that's so cool, you do it. <laughs> people that I drink with regularly are like... Got it. 
you hate me, Kay, it. Kay, you do it every, every single God. time. <laughs> well, you got to change it up a little bit. Do you have a fucking cheers? I have so, a cheers. What yeah, is it's it? called Here's to You. Mr. Big cheers. Dick, where, where's well, your I'm cheers? I'm not cheersing anything. I can't oh, say it well, if I'm not pour cheers. Pour some <laughs> up. Pour hey, a drink and cheer the guy. Our camera radio guy needs to jump in the some bitch. so chat yeah. him on. Chat Come him. on in. Come <laughs> on in. The water is fine. The water. He a coming around the corner when he, he talks comes. a lot of shit for a guy that does nothing. He be coming around the, the corner when he comes. He be coming around the corner taking a shot of screwball and he be coming around the corner when he comes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's taking JMO. Never mind. I screwed up. Oh, you taking JMO? He's got balls. I thought he was gonna take the peanut butter whiskey. Screwball, sponsor me. Screwball. <laughs> <laughs> JMO, sponsor me. I mean, Jameson, if you ever did call me with a free bottle, fuck yeah, I'd talk about your shit every episode. Even though we damn near, damn near already do. Brought to you by Jameson, the finest of the Jamesons in the god dang dog <laughs> in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I was so far in between a skit, but never mind. Well, now that we mentioned that, one thing we do have to talk about, Treasure Valley Barbecue. Oh, yes. <laughs> Treasure Valley Barbecue, ladies and gentlemen, is a veteran-owned barbershop here in the valley located off Shinden and Maple Grove. If you ever get the opportunity, the time, or the chance to go in there and get a haircut, go do it or don't listen to the show because go fuck yourself. They're awesome. Anyways, that being said, go get a haircut and buy a Good sweatshirt. Job. Nick's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay me anything to do that. I just genuinely love their haircuts so fucking dude, much. Indeed. So one day I messaged him. It was like, hey, dude, I run a podcast. You know, I'd be, And this is when they were closed down. So they were making no money. I was like, hey, man. I fucking run a show, and one thing I'd be happy to do is talk about your sweatshirts, your shit, whatever you need, Go. you know, Go. and I got your back, G, like, I'll take care of you, and uh, he, he, he he bit on the hook, man, all day, he was like, Organized. fuck yeah, dude, I would love that, thank you so much, so when, I haven't actually gotten a haircut, believe it or not, y'all, since COVID started. It shows. Yeah, yeah. my hair is long <laughs> and curly, and I'm going to get a haircut this week, you know what I'm cutting it to? Oh, hawk. Mullet. Mullet? Yes. <laughs> the, the curly mullet, too. Oh, man. It's yeah. going to be. So when I was in uh, freshman year of college, I had still rocked the mullet through uh, my senior year of high school. I still had it. I was like, all right, I'm going to do a mullet. And I, I, I cut it in high school. Kept it for two years after that. Two fucking years. Mullet. Fucking mullet, dirty, 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 and I've wanted to grow it back for fucking years. And another thing I could say is COVID brought back the mullet for me. <laughs> if it wasn't for COVID, I would have been getting regular haircuts, you know. But they had the barber shops cl- shut down, and now I'm at a point where I just genuinely like I've grown it for so long. I don't want to cut it. I'm like, fuck, dude. It's, it's like, dude, I've, I've got fucking. Six months of growth on my hair, bro. Like, I don't want to just shut that shit down, you know? I got luxurious curls, man. Perfect mullet curls. You got them. Hey, guys, you know, if I do grow a mullet, please just promise me you're not going to stop listening to the show. Strictly because of mullets. They never will. You got a mullet song? No, but I'm waiting to... I got one more original I want to play. I got a tune, though. Okay, you got a tune, but I'm going to tell you what. If you had a song... Hold on, I'll think about something while I'm doing this. Mr. Dusty, I'll tell you what, if you had a song about a Mr. Mullet, Mr. Guy with a Mullet here would not be mad about it. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fat Dick wouldn't have too much to say about it. Oh, I mean. Your words, not mine, but they're not right. I was talking about me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm. I don't know what that is, but it's good. It's just like a spoonful of rice and garlic. Garlic and oh, geez, all I need is rice and garlic. I'll be set. If you take, ladies and, and gentlemen, bad fucking shrimps. Guys, don't take it from me, but take it from every other Italian in the state of America, country, whatever. Take a couple cloves of garlic every day with whatever you do. And I mean swallow that bitch whole. Fucking peel it, shoot it down like a shot of fucking coffee in the morning. Because I'll tell you what, you got COVID, you got whatever you got. A little bit of garlic in your life, ladies and gentlemen, will bring you health and life. Health and love and life through the garlic, through the herb, the things you need. The things you want. And I'm going to tell you this right now, ladies and gentlemen. If you eat that garlic, it's going to take care of you in every way, shape, and form. You're going to be healthy. And you're going to live so strong. That's the song. This Garlic pride. <laughs> this has been a message from your boys at Young Blood Podcast. CDC, CDC approved. <laughs> Guys, I should be a preacher. <laughs> but as long as we're preaching the word of the garlic, there is things I could tell you, shit I could bring to you, and a life you could live. And I said, oh, give me that garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever make me. Preach your music again. <laughs> Sir Preacher. For real, guys. She just made an amazing food. Thank you, my <laughs> dog. <laughs> Enough to where we had to preach about it. You in tune? I believe so. All right. We'll find out real quick. <laughs> you cocksucker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Mr. Dixon. <laughs> In the flesh. Waking days and living nights Waking up to that morning mountain metal light Rolling down Highway 55 Doing a little prepping for that show tonight One more drink and I'll be just about right Roll us up something to help me deal with This constant life of living the night shift All my life I've been loving wrong All I need is one more honky-tonk angel Help me break this lonely drifter spell about seven miles out of town Gotta turn the soul found upside down again 
Grab a bottle and fall backstage. Getting buzzed and getting paid again. Thank you very much for having me on tonight. But I'm chasing the night away. You heard it yourself. So I'm just trying to break uh, the entry. <laughs> <laughs> or exit, I rather. I'll tell you what, Mr. Dusty. I didn't say it. The listener said it. You got the voice of an angel. Well, they're apparently higher than I am. <laughs> Thank y'all very much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, fuck, Mr. Dusty. What do you think? I think having you on the show today has been a milestone. I oh, appreciate that. That Thank I've been much. trying to reach. I will come a little bit well prepared next time. I'd I mean, well, let me ask nothing you this. Like one thing that you weren't prepared for is when I talked to you about this with Brandon. What did he tell you? He said, this motherfucker, you walk in, you see the lights, you see the studio, <laughs> you sit the fuck down, you suddenly start thinking about what you're going to say. I would never do. <laughs> I instantly think about what I don't want to say. Right? <laughs> and coming in here, man, like, it's, when I first wanted to have you on, I was just trying to get you on the phone. You know, originally. Yep. I was just like, hey, talk to me on the phone. Let's pick, pick each other's brains for a bit. Now... That turned into this. It's turned out well. An opportunity for you to come and record, come and fucking spread your name, spread your love, spread who you are and what you're about. I'm going to try this with a little bit further away, if you don't mind. I no, cannot yeah, hear yeah. my guitar. No, let's go ahead I'll and close out. I'm going to turn you, you back up. I'm going to turn you back up a little bit. You like that? I'm going like to tune one more time. Yeah. So mute that for a second. Next time we'll get you a pencil mic on that guitar, baby. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, might I'm help you. a little bit. I'm telling you. I got it. I got the pencil mic. I got the. I got the. I got the fucking means. Oh, that's a lot better. I can actually hear my guitar. I'm actually tune now. There we go. I'm so happy to have music on the show, baby. You have no idea. And the best part is, ladies and gentlemen, this goes on YouTube and they can't copyright shit. They can fuck right, right. off. All right, I'm going to try that next one again. It's called Again. Again. And living nights Waking up to that morning Mountain metal light Rolling down Highway 55 Doing a little prepping For that show tonight One more beer And I'll be just about right Up something to help me deal with this constant life of living the night shift. All my life I've been loving wrong. All I need is one more honky tonk angel. 
Help me break this lonely drifter spell About seven miles out of town Gotta turn this old frown upside down again Grab a bottle and fall backstage Getting buzzed and getting paid again Thank you very much. Woo! I just want to start it off. <laughs> oh, man. Next time we fucking record, I'm bringing the cahoon out, bro. I'll bring Fuck. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. man. No, I got I got my cahoon over here. Oh, shit. Fuck. Kevin, go grab a cahoon. <laughs> Goddamn. I was just trying to cut short. Goddamn. Make an end of the video. <laughs> Goddamn. All right. Well, we'll, get, we'll give it uh we're, we're right on the money, man. We're not, we're, got, we're not running long. We're not running okay. short. We're right on the money. Are you sure? Yeah, man. It's fucking nice. Most of my average, my average, I know you got, I, I know you got shit to do, no worries, baby, but, so, I, like I said, you know, I don't know if you've watched a lot of this or you've watched the clips. My average show time is about an hour and 30 minutes. Well, yeah. I'm not too opposed. Exactly, baby, exactly. Oh, shit, here we go, shit's about to get real over here. Uh, all right. Uh, guys, be nice to your boy, I, uh, I haven't percussed too much in a bit. Uh, you lead, baby. I'll follow. Best part is your boy can't sing for shit, so this joke's gonna be dusty. Yeah, we're please, gonna please don't try. I'm not going <laughs> out. We're gonna try a different song. <coughs> Damn it. Alright, so this one's called Amanda. Old Don Williams song. I felt it all in me. God knows I've tried. It's an awful awakening. A country boy's life. Look in the mirror in total surprise At the hair on my shoulders Age in my eyes Amanda Light of my life It's a measure 
people that don't understand the pleasures that lie in hillbilly band. Got my first guitar when I was 14. How about this? Well, the motorcycle club had a party, and all the young virgins were there. And I found a blonde with little bitty titties and a pretty yellow prison in her hair. Now to the three biggest lies in the world. The ones my daddy first told me. Beginning of my sexual life and the end of my fantasy. I said this will only hurt for a little while. I'll only put the head of it in. I promise that I'll never try to come in your mouth. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> Met her at a local honky tonk. Told her it was love at first sight. She was just looking for a shoulder to cry on and a place where she could spend the night. Me was a little nervous. Never been that far before. So I told the three biggest lies in the world as we danced across the floor. I said this lonely hurt for a little while. Lonely put the head of it in. <laughs> Promise that'll never try to come in your mouth. But it did. Sheriff threw his young ass in jail. Put him in a cell with a pervert. Later tried to climb in his bed. 
stuck one of them homemade knives through his throat. And these are the words that he said, good buddy, this'll only hurt for a little while. Only put the head of it in. Promise that'll never try to come in your mouth. But I did. <laughs> Woo! This is not a story about real life interactions, ladies and germs. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Next time when we play, we'll make sure that I turn the mics down a little bit so we don't redline so hard. But you didn't redline, I redlined with the Kahuna. Yes, yes, indeed. Indeed. It happens. Again, guys, so to end the show on a great note, to be noted, um, we don't normally have music on the show, so that's a new thing. So if it hurt your ears a little uh, bit for the Kahuna, my fault, shit. my bad, tough shit. Figure it out. Guys, this has been the 21st episode. Coming of age. Yeah, fucking A. 21. Fucking A. That's a way to put it, guys. This is our coming of age episode. Really was. And I can't thank Dustin enough for coming on. Mr. Isaac for killing it. Every way, shape, and form. Mr. Camden Sutton for everything that he does for the show. And this week was actually the easiest week for him because we only had one camera angle. You know, but we're still clearly, if those of you on YouTube see, experiencing some stupid shit. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that happens. Oh, dude, it's I tell you what, it's a learning fucking curve. But that being said, Dustin's played some amazing songs. I'll, I will be sure to put his uh, information and everything and on everything. And also, he's going to send me a um, text message tomorrow or tonight with a first-person paragraph of who you are. Okay. Dustin gotcha. is a... Boom. And you're going to send that to me. He's going <laughs> to say, Dustin's a piece of trash. He likes to play music. And goddamn, has got an angel of a voice. That being said, please check out Treasure Valley Barbecue. Please, please, Got to eat some angels. They sound like an angel. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. By that, I mean, you don't want to know. <laughs> Jameson. We're going we're gonna to take a shot at the end of the episode. And that, that being said, guys, please go on social media. Check out YB Podcast on Instagram. I only have about a little less than 100 followers, so we're trying to get that up there. Um, YouTube, Young Blood Podcast, all one word, Y-O-U-N-G-B-L-O-O-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-D. You got it. Young Blood Podcast. But seriously, guys, go on Spotify. Go on fucking Apple. Like, I get those views. Barba. Yeah. I, the more Copy. views you get and I get, the more money that is potentially going to come this way for the show to get better, things to grow. Fucking hey, guys. This wasn't meant to be something that it's turned into, and just let's keep it going. Really. Thank you so much for everything. Me and Dustin are going to take a shot to end the show. Mr. Dustin, is there anything you want to say before you end out? I just want to say I appreciate everybody out there and everything that you do. Just love one another. Doesn't matter opinion or not. Love one another, please. Hey, fucking men. Here's to you. Love you. And here's to you. Nostra vi. Nostra vi. To your health, to your courage, to your life. Here's to you. Salute. Love you. Love you more, baby. We out.